Howdy friend. Welcome to Homegrown. I'm your host R.P. Smith. We have had some wonderful blessings since I have visited with you folks. Even though Dad's improvement seemed to slow down over the past few weeks, the doctors felt he had gained enough strength that they could remove the trach. We're praying that this is the next step to let him continue on recovery. Not having the trach may allow him to eat again and also make it easier to speak. We received an inch and a half of rain. It came nice and we did not waste a drop. I think it helped folks in the area's outlook as much or more than it is going to help the grass and crops. It's just so nice to know it can still rain. My younger brother Randall has returned to Nebraska. It's been 20 years since he left and we're glad to have him back. He will be pastor in Hampton. I hope you folks around Hampton get a chance to be acquainted with Randall and his wife Christy. They are doing their part to fuel Nebraska's growth, not only by moving back, but they will be having their first child in August. We're really looking forward to having some more Smiths in the state. I had a friend in Johnstown area call me this week, and he thought he could take in around 50 cows for the next few months. With what we've already sold, we're hoping this will take the pressure off enough that we can keep the cows we have left. We are preparing for AI season, and will not be working with nearly as many cows as what we're used to. But the ones we have left should be the kind you can rebuild with. I'm on my way home this morning from Carter, South Dakota. The folks in Carter had asked me to be part of the celebration marking 50 years of serving the Lord as a church. I had taken the scenic route to Carter by traveling out to the Whitman, Nebraska neighborhood to be part of a family reunion celebration with my friends the Quicks. Many of the heifers that had been donated after our disaster back in November came from the areas that I visited this weekend. It is humbling to know that our business would not be doing nearly as well if it had not been for the generosity of folks that really had no reason to help out. I started out this morning talking about blessings, and I have to count the friends I've made through my speaking high on the list. But I can't leave out the friends we've made just being in this neighborhood over the past 100 years. Some Granger friends from the Weiser community have organized a workday over at Mom and Dad's place Saturday, July 1st. There's some corral work that needs done, some buildings that are going to need a little help falling down. One of those is one Dad thought should be rebuilt and Mom didn't, so she's not going to take any chances. We've been working at cleaning up ahead of the cleanup crew, and my boys are sure wondering why we don't leave something for the volunteers. Between morning break for rolls, the dinner break at church, and the ice cream break in the afternoon, the volunteers on Saturday may have their mouths too full to get much work done, but it should be a lot of fun. I've used up most of my time this morning counting blessings, and that is good, because we serve a good God, and it is right to share what He has done for us. Two years ago, last October, we had gotten a nice rain, and I was headed out to saddle. I got started counting blessings and got a little bit sidetracked. I call this poem, Where the New Nails Grow. There is nothing I like better than a good slow soaking rain. There is one crop that it brings up that I cannot explain. When I head out to saddle, it seems it seldom fails. Laying there on top the ground is another crop of nails. 
They sprout in places I don't recall a building ever standing, after a rain in any season, fall weaning or spring branding. Where did these rusty relics come from, scattered hither to yon? Logic says they are remains of a past not that long gone. But logic is often overrated in the theory that I'm sowing. My ranch don't raise a lot of grass. It's rusty nails that we're growing. They are all bent and battered, of no use I know. I would love to have the place where the new nails grow. Now maybe it's more like a farm, where they sprout in shiny row. How they would glisten in the dew at sun's first morning glow. Do they harvest to match the penny? Or are things that well planned? Will your field grow to railroad spikes if you get a thinner stand? Do you wreck the tires on the swather if you drive over the crop? Will horseshoe nails grow further west? My questions just won't stop. Timing is important. This might come as a jolt. You've got to clip your nails early because you don't want them to bolt. There are many complications when a nail crop you're raising. I know from my experience that they are no good for grazing, for when they are ingested they follow their own path, a trait that does not work well on a mama cow's behalf. As I ponder diversification, it might not be that great. My land is geared for grazing, raising nails would be my fate. Why the land, rain could come at the wrong time, and a loss I'm realizing. Two thousand acres hit by rust, cause I was too slow galvanizing. Let's forget about raising nails. It is straining on my brain. I will hand pick the ones I find and be thankful for the rain. Well, I'm thankful for you folks riding along this morning. I hope you can join me next week for another edition of, Hap of Homegrown. Happy trails! <laughs>